Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Patreon Central. That's what this is yes. right now. Right now. New and improved. Yes. This is our new segment, Patreon Central. <laughs> we'll probably change the name. <laughs> it sounds like a train stop. It does. I literally <laughs> made it up right this second. Uh, this is where we um, shout you guys out for yes. supporting us. We do have a Patreon now. Um, Patreon.com slash sit for a spell pod. We um, have different levels uh, depending on how much you want to support us. You can get things like this. You can hear your name here like some of you are going to in a minute. You can get bonus episodes, stickers, uh, monthly live interactions with us on Zoom, and and a t-shirt mm-hmm. if you want to rep your favorite podcast, podcast that features the two of us And there's a bat together. on it. There's a bat. It's very cute. It's super cute. Um, so here we go. Without further ado, we have Caitlin Roberts. These are Yay. this is our apprentice level. Uh, Caitlin, welcome. Thank welcome. you so much. We welcome, appreciate Caitlin. you so much. Next, welcome to the coven, Dana Aragon. Yay, Dana! Yay! We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much. And in our supreme level, we have Leland Handyside. Yay, Leland! Hey, welcome. Yeah. You are the supreme. <laughs> you will be getting your goodies very soon. We are actively planning our bonus episode and monthly live things thingy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys. We love you so much uh, for the rest of time. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, welcome. That's my cue. (laughs) Welcome to Sit for a Spell Podcast. I'm James. I'm Jess. And guess what? We're in person together. together. (laughs) We've totally seen each other like a hundred times. I know. But it's nice. It's it's nice. nice. But it's also weird. I know, because I'm like I wanna like stare at the computer, but then it's rude. There's a person here. (laughs) Like we haven't God, I don't even remember the last time we recorded in person. It was so all the shit went down in March. So we we're coming up on our two year anniversary. I think it would have been March. Like I think it was like that weekend. It wasn't that weekend because my mom was here. It was the weekend, so it was the before. weekend before. Yeah. Which is still like Yeah. So we haven't close. recorded in person for a year and a half. A year and a half. And we've been doing this for two years. Yes. And we have been distance recording for a year yeah. and a half and then that. we didn't see each other in person for like what six to seven months let's see we didn't see each other till like <sighs> halloween halloween that was our first get together oh wow and then we planned it we were like okay it was like april and we were like yeah <laughs> we were i remember we were like halloween mm-hmm. this shit better be under control because we are seeing each it other it wasn't 
It wasn't, but we totally quarantined. <laughs> yeah, we, we quarantined, tested. This was none of us were working. Vaccines. Yeah, none we, of us. You heard about it. We talked about it. But um, oh yeah, you were there. You guys were there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just got tested. I got my results back on Thursday. I'm negative, by the way. Oh, me too. <laughs> I got tested on Thursday as well. Just so you negative. know. Negative. I get tested all the time. I get tested almost every Thursday because I work in the public school system, and my school's awesome. We have hand sanitizer everywhere, masks everywhere. The kids are great, so I'm not, like, super stressed about it, but I still get tested every Thursday. Yeah, I think it's smart. But um, speaking of all this time that has elapsed, it's going to be our two-year anniversary in one month. I know. It's so exciting. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Oh, my God. Um, So we're going to do a giveaway. We are. We are very excited. You know we love a giveaway. We love a giveaway. We love to uh, give back to y'all who are just so supportive and so yeah. sweet. And we love, we just love giveaways. We love giveaways. We love giving things to people uh, whenever we get a chance. So yes. tell them what they're going to get, Jess. Well, it's going to be an Instagram based giveaway. Um, yeah, we because just, we're still on that bandwagon. We do everything on Instagram. Yeah. So just watch out for that post. It's um, at Sit for a Spell Pod. And um, just look for the rules on that and what you need to do. It's never complicated. No. Uh, so what you're going to get is one of our Sit for a Spell podcast t-shirts, mm-hmm. which are beautiful. You can see them on our Instagram. You're going to get a sticker, one of those cool water bottle stickers that just don't come off. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a tarot deck to be determined. Mm-hmm. Which one? A cool one. A cool one. Um and then you're going to also get an assortment of crystals, tumbled, um, and who knows? With my shopping tendencies, you might get <laughs> some more stuff. And if it's you, just going to be a surprise. If you're a listener. <laughs> no. Okay. If you remember our other giveaways, it's always like we agree because we try to like split everything. Mm-hmm. And then Jess will be like, I bought this. Oh, I bought this too. Oh, and yeah. I bought this too. And then mm-hmm. it ends up being like. 15 things and like 10 of them are stuff just as bought <laughs> she just can't help herself she I does this at christmas too i already bought christmas and birthdays and for people yeah. uh good gift giver just know that there will no longer be any incense in the packages we sent because it's really annoying to send because they're long <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's true we learned that uh, the hard way unless we get like cones or something because otherwise it's annoying. Yeah, you have to buy like an extra big box for just the incense. Exactly. And it's <laughs> real annoying. And incense is not that expensive. So. It's not. So anyways, um, one year anniversary. We appreciate all your support. We have grown so much in the last two years. Our listenership. Um, we have very loyal fan base. We don't have a name for you all. I, so. long time ago, suggested sit heads. Sit heads. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it sounds like shitheads. <laughs> And never stuck. If you have a suggestion, <laughs> let us know. Um, Spellcasters. Right Spellcasters. Uh, oh, that's cute. Jess and James uh, uh, Knights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure this it out. This is what it's like whenever Two we try to come later. up with a name. <laughs> never. So this episode goes up on Thursday, September 30th. There will be another one after this one. We'll remind you about the giveaway. Uh, but the giveaway doesn't start until October 17th, and it'll end two weeks later on Halloween, mm-hmm. on Samhain, S- Samhain, oh. however you say it. <laughs> um, Our anniversary. The Thinned Veil. So just look out for that. It's yeah. Be very exciting. 
and you heard our Patreon yeah. shout outs at the beginning. So if you want to get in on that, um, you get Join a lot of us. really cool goodies and extra episodes and just being able to be friends with us. Yeah. So you see your faces. You'll see our faces. We'll say hello. Yeah. We're going to do some lives just to like talk. Say, how are you doing? Do you need any support? What's up? Yeah. You have questions. We don't know everything, but we're willing to Google it for you. I like to talk about things like I know what I'm talking about. Same. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be like, wait. No, that sounds right. I've, I've <laughs> We've done episodes before where I'm like, I said that really certain, but I don't think it's right. <laughs> it might not have been. Like, for That's example, fine. there was like the, the one we talked about, like a rattlesnake for some reason and like how its tail rattles. Yeah. And I was wrong about why it rattles, but it's fine. I don't even remember that. I remember the rattlesnake, but I don't yeah. remember what you said. I said it was to warn the prey, but it's to lure the prey. Oh. Mm. I watched that wrong, too. <laughs> just like, none gonna, of this is right. Just not going <laughs> to talk anymore. Um, speaking of prey. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're talking about cryptids today. Oh, yeah. Something fun. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know about you guys, it's been a week. It's been a week. I texted James just a couple days ago, and I was like, do you feel weird? Because I sure do. Yeah, I felt just like... It was a really rough week. Yeah, I, I feel better. I woke mm. up feeling better yesterday, and even better mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, yeah, I was. it was heavy. It was heavy. I don't know what it was. I felt just balling up and crying for like yeah. three days yeah so let's and talk i did about one it. day that's so, good so that's that was good. fun so something light and fun except this is not fun though oh well it's, <laughs> it's kind of a bummer so oh well <laughs> here we go but i did this research <laughs> like two weeks ago so yeah um i'm gonna talk about the windango today i don't some people say windigo windango Isn't how do you wendigo? say it windigo that's what i'm gonna say windigo windigo uh, my sources are Wikipedia, of course, Legends of America, BackstoryRadio.org, and AllThat'sInteresting.com. Mm. Mm. So, as the story goes, the Wendigo, see, can't already say it already, was a <laughs> lost hunter, okay? Okay. And he was lost during a very cold winter. Um, and his intense hunger drove him to cannibalism. Mm. Mm, don't do it. Um, after eating another human, which is what cannibalism is, um, he transformed into a crazed man beast roaming the forest in search for more people to eat. Ooh. Mm. Scary. That's the more creepy end of the story, as we'll go um, through. You will learn that this is. Uh, originally a Native American um, legend okay. concept. Yeah. Um, was a more sad origin story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this is going to take place uh, in Minnesota, in mm. the Great Lakes region, and in the central regions of Canada. Cold. 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 Where it's cold. Too cold. Um. That is where the Wendango is said to live. Uh, it could be spelled W-E-N-D-I-G-O or W-I-N-D-I-G-O. It's spelled both ways in a couple different things. Um, 
and a lot of the time it's going to appear as a very large monster creature Mm. okay in modern depictions like i think there was a supernatural episode in season Mm -hmm. one and i think it had horns yes but like like an like a like like an antler humanoid yeah like a but that's like wrong I so like a, like a like a deer almost or what is it, a buck? Yeah, but that's not correct. Okay. Um, so it's it is a monster like creatures with human characteristics because in both the super supernatural telling, like the cannibal turning into a monster, mm-hmm. and then the metaphorical um, creature, it's both uh, a human who morphs. Got okay. it. And stays morphed in that position. So, um, this creature is associated with cannibalism, with murder, and uh, greed is one of the biggest ones. Greed, like insatiable greed. Um, Other names that it goes by is Wintigo, Wintico, and the Wintigo, all which kind of roughly translate the evil spirit that devours mankind, a.k.a. Greed. Mm. So topical topical now i apologize immensely ahead of time because my pronunciation of um native american tribes is not good and i'm sorry yeah so uh this creature has been known in the aliquin the ojibi the eastern cree and the saltu um nations and the inu peoples So all of these has described this creature as giant, larger than a human being. Um, Descriptions had varied, but always uh, malevolent, cannibalistic, and very supernatural. Always associated with winter, the north, very cold, famine, starvation. Mm. Okay? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Especially during winter. All throughout history, um, these were really big. These were like the biggest hurdles that people in cold climates yeah. had to deal with. Um, now, the Wendango is known to evoke feelings of insatiable greed, hunger, um, hunger to the point of cannibalism. That's kind of like the point, right? Yeah. You're greedy, 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 hungry, 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 and you're going to go to the extreme. Yeah, like doing things you never thought you would do. Yes. So the Algonquin legend describes the creature as a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body oh. is skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. Oh. Mm. So it's humanoid? It's humanoid because it was a human. Yeah. That transitioned into yeah, a monster. Yeah. Okay. Um, another description is um, it was as it was a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. Its breath was a strange hiss, its footprints full of blood, and it ate any man, woman, or child who ventured into its territory. And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the Wendango chose to possess a person instead. And then the luckless individual became a Wendango himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. It's aggressive. It's not cool. It's not cool. These sound like white walkers. Yes. walkers. Yeah. Snow zombies. <laughs> Whites. White. White. White walkers. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought they were like. I wonder if they're modeled off the Wendangos. Like deers. No, I always pictured Wendigos like. It's because of the supernatural episode. 
in the supernatural episode it's like a they're in just like a forest just like a nice like not cold forest yes and then it has like horns i feel like even before that well because it's a a pretty modern depiction because like when artists take like creative liberty you know and you have a forest creature it looks real cool to put horns on them yeah it does did you ever see that movie the ritual no it takes place see and then but now it doesn't it's not relevant now, but I'm still going to tell you about it. Um, it's like a creature, like a big, tall, they're in a forest. It's like this group of friends who get lost and mm-hmm. they like stumble into like territory. Yeah. And um, it's like this big, tall, like I would say 10, 12 foot tall creature that has like horns and eats them. And like, but it's weird because the creature is like, I don't know. It's like, it looks like people put together in the sh- into the shape of a creature. Gross. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it has, its mouth is like hands that are like opening. I don't like that. It's really, it's a good movie. It's, but it's very strange. And that's, I was like, oh, this must be like a Wendigo like type thing. But I mean, it could be. be. Yeah. Interesting. Because they like sacrifice things to it. And it's like, its legs are like people's bodies like i don't know it's weird it's strange gross but it doesn't make people like well it probably makes the people who it's making give sacrifices to it crazy does it like use people is it like a, um jeepers creepers um jeepers, it creepers. doesn't really show it i would think so because it's you know like it's it literally like yeah people like corpses in the into the shape of like a giant it, it it mostly reminds me the closest thing is like a like a buck or like a yeah you know but made out of human bodies yes Gross. but it has these big huge antlers and everything interesting it's i don't movie. like it Mm-mm. it's british <laughs> i mm. think they're british <laughs> <laughs> you know you come here for quality content yeah just like that spot on oh, accents man. I won't even try. <laughs> oh man. Um I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh Wendigos. Wendigos. Um Okay, so continuing on through different Native American versions, um again, giant spirit over fifteen feet tall, had once been a human. Um glowing eyes, long yellow fangs, terrible claws, very long tongues. Mm. Mm. Um, described as having yellowish skin uh, matted hair uh, but apparently they have a good number of skills they have stealth they're good hunters they know their territory they can control the weather using dark magic Um, and they're also portrayed as being gluttonous again yeah yeah. Uh, so that's interesting that is interesting. I think the dark magic comes in, like, with it being, like, a curse. Yeah. Part. Um, yeah. So, different legends um, say different things about their speed and agility. Some say that they are... It's kind of like the the zombie trope. How you can either have, like, the slow yeah, yeah. zombie or yeah. you can have the fast, like, 28 Days Later zombies. Um, They're not zombies. What are they? They're infected with rage. Oh, I hate that more. They're not dead. They're not dead. They're not dead. I haven't seen that movie. In They're a long rage time. infected. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I 
or let's see uh the day what's the day of the dawn of the dead the remake when the mall yeah Mm -hmm. they're fast they're fast they're that's really scary i don't like it i think in the walking dead some of them are pretty fast yeah i've been rewatching the walking dead actually (sighs) zombie tangent because in the walking dead they have their normal human abilities right like whatever they could do as a Mm. human except they're like limpy kind of like they're not they're not they're not super consistent in the walking dead i feel like sometimes Mm. because like there's parts where because i literally just finished watching like all 10 seasons on on netflix there's some seasons where they're dumb and slow and like super limpy Mm -hmm. and then there's some seasons where they can like smell you and they like hunt by smell and they're like they recognize that and there's some seasons where they're fast and they're like chasing after you, not like running, but like fastly yeah. walking. And then some seasons where you like could just slowly pace like in a slow, like just walk, walk, walk away from them. Hmm. That's dumb. Yeah. But similar to this, to the different <laughs> versions, right? Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. So apparently, uh, the Wendigo doesn't rely on pursuing its prey in order to capture and eat it, but it can use mimic voice mimicry. Oh, Ugh, we hate that. I hate that. There was like that one. Was it a bird creature with the bridge? What kind of creature was that? Oh yeah, and it was like a wasn't it like goat? a pig. Was it a goat? Yeah, it was something with hooves. Yeah, hooves. It was like a and it used voice mimicry. I think it was a goat. It's horrible. I hate it. Is this that the one where they want it like wanted you to climb up? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a goat man, I think. I think so. I, I know that was my episode, but I don't remember. So this this uh skill, it's in some stories and it's not in some stories. So it's pretty so. smart. It's very smart. Yeah. Well it's a person. It's a yeah. So um so once they isolate them, then they attack and feast on them. Ooh. Okay. Um, so also according to these legends, um, a Wendigo is created whenever a human resorts to cannibalism to survive. Okay. Mm. So maybe when um, those people got stuck like in a live situation, Donner Pass, oh, yeah, too, maybe yeah. there was a Wendigo that was created. It was very snowy. So the, the legend is not that one particular Wendigo is doing this, that anyone who does mm-hmm. resort to cannibalism this could be a consequence got it mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. i think it depends on your mindset though like when you are about to enact the cannibalism you're like i have to do this or like ver- yeah versus like um so say you're someone who's like i'm literally gonna die i need to survive and like help all the rest of these people yeah yeah you're like you know or if you're like fuck you i'm living you're dying yeah then okay yeah i think that's okay. what it's about okay makes sense yeah mm. so just yeah in that vein um this would happen more often when native americans and settlers found themselves stranded in bitter snow and ice of the northern woods mm-hmm. um sometimes if they were stranded for days um some survivors might have to resort to cannibalism we see this all throughout history um, we see this in big accidents, like that soccer team in the plane. I think that was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. In what was that? In like the nineties? Yeah, and like so. in like the Andes Mountains. Or something. Yeah, and then I watched that movie as a kid. It's so I shouldn't have. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, 
other uh, versions say that um, instead of cannibalism, it's when you get to the point of being so greedy that you evolve. So you're like yeah. self cannibalizing. Why hasn't Mitch McConnell become one yet? He might be. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's something. He's, his barely skin human. does not look like skin. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. maybe he's, he's on process. his way. He's on his way. Uh, so it's gross. Um, th- so, okay. Now, when you look at two, the both legends, the cannibalistic part, that seems like it's more of like a physical morphing, mm-hmm. right? So like you mm-hmm. eat a human out of greed, whatever. You're like literally going through that act. But yeah. then when it's like the greedy greed part, that seems more of like the curse end. Like it, it affects you in More a way. Like, it's like, okay, it's like the King Midas thing. Like, yeah. Be yeah. careful what you wish for. Kind exactly. Of stuff. Um, yes. <laughs> Gross. Um, so with that in mind, um, yes, it, it is a cannibalistic monster, right? And it does come from old folklore. Yeah. But it's also a metaphor so um some native americans understand this creature as a concept so it can apply to any person uh movement or idea Mm -hmm. that is Mm -hmm. impacted by like a gross drive towards like greed self-improvement not self-improvement like just self you know um like a uh, like a hunger excessive for like consumption, power. materialism, capitalism, like yeah, all that like gross, which really makes sense um, when like their lands are being taken over, you know, and like yeah, cities are being built, like and these monsters coming yes, in, and, and seeing the people who were coming in and how they were dressed, and mm-hmm. think of that Pocahontas guy and his purple suit and oh yeah yeah that guy yeah he would totally be one of these yeah he died yes oh yeah he did die okay but before we finish this conversation let's take a break let's do it let's do it hello sit for a spell listeners is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals with everything going on in the world right now james and i have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety and we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way which is why better help that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. 
Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H E L P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using better help that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 States. Yeah. Get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just smacked myself in the face with it. We're back. <laughs> I surprised her. So I was she eating chocolate. Eating chocolate. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So yeah. anyways, back at it. Um, yeah, that guy from Pocahontas was an asshole. I don't know his name, but he told it to Wendango. See, I keep saying Wendango, Wendingo. It's fine. You, Wendigo. There's no second N. It's, you know, it's there yeah. is now. It's fine. Um, there is now. Fandango. That's what I'm I saying. do keep wanting to say that. <laughs> so a Native American scholar... Uh, Brady DeSanti says that the Wendigo can be understood as a marker indicating a person imbalanced both internally and towards the larger community of human and spiritual beings around them. So out of equilibrium and estranged by their communities, individuals thought to be afflicted by the Wendigo spirit unravel and destroy the ecological balance around them. So just like they're messed up. Yeah. Like, you're too far gone. You're too far gone. You are just a horrible person. Um, I think you're like motivated by the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so it's just, it's like, I want to say it's kind of like Thin Man, but like, not. There's another thing where like it slowly turns into a monster. Thin Man doesn't turn into a monster, but. Yeah. I think it's pretty, I mean, you're turning yourself into a monster, basically. Yeah. Metaphorically. It makes sense to think of it that way. I feel like especially in like Native American indigenous cultures, mm-hmm. because especially at the time, it was so important to have a balance, to like be in balance with nature, mm-hmm. like give back to nature and like not and to like look out for each other. Yes. Like you really needed to take care of each other. Yes. So someone who wasn't doing that. Exactly. So that idea leads to an actual psychosis. So oh. um there it like they the article says that it lends its name to a modern medical term called the Wendigo um psychosis, which is um wow. considered by some psychiatrists uh to be a type of syndrome. Uh, that has makes people have it, an intense craving for human flesh, and a fear of becoming a cannibal. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. Oh god! Every time I'm like, <laughs> there's just like always a fresh horror. <laughs> Do <Could> you imagine? <laughs> you just wake up one day and you're like, hmm, mm, wonder what you taste like. Like you know, like sh- she looks like a snack. Like, but I think like this she really does like, look like a snack. Like not a funny thing. Like. Like, um, you just have like this intense psychological desire to like eat somebody. Yeah. 
and it like messes you up. I mean, up. people get that way about there's some people who like, like have blood. to drink like yeah. detergent or yes. like want to yes. like eat a car. Yes. Like there's just that my strange addiction. Yeah. And I think this just... one was too intense to be on that show. I mean, there are people who are cannibals. <gasps> oh my gosh. Did you watch that episode of My Strange Addiction with the woman who's eating the ashes of her dead husband? <gasps> no. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's it's upsetting. real it's upsetting look at me my face. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is so red. Uh, it, it was very upsetting what? do they i don't i haven't seen them i've seen like so ultimately it was very the episode is very upsetting because of how sad it is like she's yeah. eating it to have she him feels, with her yeah. yeah so that's the upsetting part um do they get to like the bottom of these people's like addictions? Like, a do little they... bit, very briefly, but they don't like do a deep dive or anything. It's like not what it's about. I don't think they should have had her on the show because like that's just real sad. That's that's very upsetting. And I don't know if it was real and if it was fake. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's messed up to like. Yeah, if, it's if fake. you're interested, it's on my strange addiction. If you're not. I apologize that you now have to know that <laughs> yeah. information. You have to imagine that now. Yeah. So anyways, continuing with the psychosis. Um, apparently, it only appears within people living in the Great Lakes of Canada region and United States. Um, so it's a very... What? It's a very uh, geographically specific it's like super thing. localized? Maybe it's like the... Is it the winter? Like winter depression kind of thing. I don't know. Um, That's so... I mean, there were... Oh, look, if I just kept reading. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Usually develops in the winter in individuals who are isolated for heavy snow for long periods. But, like, people who live in, like, Alaska. Wait, but didn't you say that the whole idea of a Wendigo originates from that area anyway? Yeah. So maybe that's why it's, like, in. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, people who live, like, near Loch Ness, like, see the Loch Ness monster. That's true. You know, like. Yeah, it's just kind of like a geographical it's, a, it's probably something they like grow up with and hear yeah. about all the time so and it's like a mind over matter thing maybe mm, it's weird it's very um, specific so here are some initial symptoms okay which I thank mean, god we live in southern california well these are kind of dumb symptoms because anyways <laughs> poor <laughs> appetite nausea and vomiting so everybody oh those are that's all of them <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> paired with a strong desire to eat. Them yeah, all. strong desire but for human flesh. <laughs> that should be like the first symptom, <laughs> first and only symptom. First and only. Um, it's like COVID, where you're like, you wake up with a stuffy nose, and you're like, oh my god, this is yeah. it. Like you wake up nauseous, and you're like, I'm turning into a Wendigo. Yes, but well, then there is that. There's um, the psychosis of you. Uh, having a delusion that you have been or are transforming right. into this very specific okay. monster. So yeah. um, people who do have this psychosis uh, will start seeing people around them as edible. Um, like and a walking this, turkey leg type like Bugs Bunny know. thing. But then at the same time, they're like scared of it. Yeah. So this would be very traumatizing. Yeah. Because you're like, dude. You look delicious, but at the same time, I'm a horrible <laughs> person to. for I don't wanting want to, eat to have to eat you. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Ugh. It's, yeah. If you know someone this happened to, yeah, let us know. Yeah, it sounds horrible. 
so apparently, um, if this did happen, uh, a very common response would be to go to a Native American healer. Um, and if the attempts failed by the healer, then, um, they were executed. Oh my God. (laughs) So So you're rolling the dice with that one. If you're going to tell someone or if you're going to eat someone, you're it's like, a lose-lose either situation. Either I'll come back healed or I won't be back at all. Yeah. And apparently there have been, um, uh, there have been like reportings or written records or even okay. verbal of these psychosis um, hundreds of years, dating back hundreds of years. So here's an example. I'm going to read this. Okay. So a 1661 okay. Jesuit. Okay. So quote. What caused us greater concern was the intelligence that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men and our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them as rendezvous where they were to await our coming had met their death the previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given to us, were seized with an ailment unknown to us, but not very unusual among the people we are seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy, hypochondria, nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imagination and causes them a more than canine hunger. This makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously (gasps) without being able to appease or glut their appetite, either seeking fresh prey and the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies and as death is the sole remedy among those simply people for checking such acts of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Oh my God. That was 1661. It's like some 30 days of night shit. It really is. They were pouncing on people? Pouncing. Like werewolves? Gross. Oh my God. This could have been just a very bored Jesuit (laughs) or... Right. <laughs> very, but a very really talented very one. To do. Very creative one. With good vocabulary. That's scary. Yeah. But um, can you imagine, like, you're stuck somewhere, especially, like, in the 1600s? I think it might be less common now because less people are that isolated. Yeah. Um, Unless and, like, it's by choice. And then usually you're not with other people. Yes. And then, you know, like, you typically in at least in like north america you don't really run out of food like that um so maybe that's why but god i yeah. can see it totally see it being common like back then when food oh, was yeah. like scarce mm-hmm. and you were just kind of hunkered down you went you just did not do well yeah your mind just couldn't cope no so here's some others uh, 1878, a Plains Cree trapper from Alberta named Swift Runner um, apparently suffered one of the worst cases known. Um, so Swift Runner was trading along the Hudson Bay Company. Um, he was married, father of six children. And in 1875, he served as the guide for the Northwest Mounted Police. Um, during the winter of 1878, 1879, uh, he and his family were starving along with a number of other Cree families. 
and uh, his oldest son was the first to pass away from starvation. And then um, Swift Runner succumbed to the Wendigo psychosis. Um, They did have emergency food supplies, which is why they believe it was the psychosis. Yeah. Um, But he didn't and he didn't even attempt to travel there. Um, Instead, he just um, unfortunately killed the rest of his family (gasps) and ate them. And he eventually confessed and was put to death um, in the area. Yeah, that's that's some like deep psychosis, like a deep break in your Mm -hmm. psyche. Which is Um, understandable if your firstborn child dies of starvation in front of you. Yes. Um, Here's a little one. Uh, uh, Wendingo allegedly made a number of appearances near a town called Resu in northern Minnesota from late 1800s through the 1920s. And each time it was reported, there was an unexpected death um, until it finally just disappeared. Mm. So that's interesting. Then there was another case of the psychosis of Jack Fiddler. Um who was a chief and medicine man who was actually known for his healing powers of helping people who were Wendigo. So Mm, um, he claimed to have defeated 14 Wendigos in his lifetime. So of those 14, some were sent to have, some were said to have been sent by enemy tribes, Mm. um, but then he would like fix them um, or, kill them and then in a later case um he was asked by another family in his area to kill a very sick loved one before they fully turned into a Mm. wendigo uh his own brother oh my god um was killed after turning into a wendigo after food ran out um on a trading expedition and then um hudson bay company traders um, and missionaries were very well aware of the Wendigo legend um, and like would go to him for like information and to send people. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though like he was there and they would like send people to him, um, they would still like pass away and people would still get murdered, which is crazy. You think you know more about this. It's so scary to think. But there are like records um, from the Hudson Bay Company about this. Like official. Yeah. Eating human flesh what, or was yeah. documented. What's scary there is like you, you said they were sent by like rival mm-hmm. tribes. Yeah. Like forcing someone to become a Wendigo. I don't know if it forced them or like they had one and they were like, you know what we should do with this? Drop them off. Yeah. That's so scary. It is. And sad. It is. This is a bummer. It's a bummer. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, just to wrap it up, um, there apparently are still Wendigo sightings in northern Ontario um, and around uh, Kenora, where apparently you could, they could still be seen by traders, trackers, trappers um, over the years and to this day. Um, there are still people be- who believe that there are full fledged transformed um wendigos that still roam the woods and who've been able to like survive because they like keep themselves in check they still have some of that like humanity left um however 
I would not go into the woods in Canada. Or yeah. anywhere. Or anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can be sure of that. Yeah. One place you'll never find us. The, the woods. woods. Well, I'd probably go to the woods, but to camp. I mean, that that was a bummer, but it was interesting. I did, That's not at all. I mean, I knew it had like a an indigenous mm-hmm. uh, connection. Yeah. But I did not know of like how sad it was. Yeah. It's very sad. It's not at all what Supernatural taught me. No. I actually don't remember that episode at all, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. <laughs> sometimes they're pretty spot on, and sometimes they're not. But yeah, it just depends on which writer does their research that day. That's true. But yeah. you guys, you all, um, it is spooky season. It is spooky season. Oh, officially season. tomorrow when you are listening to this, October yeah. 1st. Mm-hmm. Watch the ritual. I'm gonna try to watch a scary movie every day. Yeah. In October, me and my brother used to do that. Um, but I haven't done it in a while. But I'm going to. That's cute. Yeah. Mm. Trying to find some movies that are scary but not so scary that my son won't watch them with me. Mm-hmm. Because he surprisingly doesn't love a lot of scary movies, but he likes he likes monster movies. Oh, okay. He does. He loves monster movies. Yeah. He did watch A Quiet Place 2 finally with me. I would imagine he would like that monster. He does. Okay. (laughs) And he knew all about it because he watched like some YouTube video about it. Yeah. But that's what he has to do. He has to like watch a video about it first and then he'll watch the movie. Just to make sure. That makes sense. But yeah. So happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. Yay. It's finally here. Um. Hopefully you're watching lots of spooky movies. Yes. Scary movies. Um, join our Patreon pretty please. Yeah. Join our Patreon. Maybe we'll do like a watch along, like a scary movie watch along. Oh, that'd be that fun. That would be really fun. Yeah. That would be fun on our Patreon. Yeah. Um, and remember our giveaway goes up next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. 17th. October 17th. So look out for that. Also, I got a message from someone that, um, because I guess in our palmistry episode, we talked about if someone was driving while they were listening, not to stare at their hands. And they were like, I totally was. (laughs) 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 I love when that happens. (laughs) So yeah, send us a DM. We love to hear from you. Yes. We try to answer everybody. So yes. If you know more about the Wendigo, let us know. Again, as always, if you have anything you want us to talk about corrections yeah. comments suggestions mm-hmm. um you know you know you know where to find us yeah we're here all right we'll see you next time see you next time okay, bye. Bye. thank you for listening to this episode of sit for a spell please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at sit for a spell pod If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.